What up, what up, what up, what up? It's your boy, Comedic Energy, and this is Dirty Mouth Radio. Dirty Mouth Radio, produced by Livewire Sound and Entertainment. We got a special guest in the building. I'll let everybody introduce themselves right now. It's your girl, Golden. It's your day. It's your boy, Craig. Kai. All right, got my man, Kai. I'm... I can't even say my man Kai in the building. I'm in his building right now, okay? Live from his top secret headquarters, you know? Yeah. He came to... Gotta put the code in. No bull, no bull. This man came to drop some gems on us, you know? we. It's, it's a pleasure to have you, bro. I appreciate y'all. Thanks for having me. <laughs> How's everybody been, man? Let's just start there. All right, kid. Kicking it. It's been lovely out here in freaking Houston. Word. Yeah. Just came back from Austin. That was freaking amazing. I didn't know that city looked like that. I heard Austin is up and coming and it's beautiful. Yeah, it is beautiful. It's nice and green. and It's a lot of poor people on the street, but there's a lot of white people on the street, too. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Word. Oh, man. Damn. Austin, is that where uh, Rogan and all of them transplanting to? I don't know. Joe Rogan and all of them? I know it's somewhere in uh, Texas. Texas. Where? Yeah, Elon Musk. Uh, I, yeah, yeah, I know Elon Musk. I don't know part, if it was Austin, right. though. Is it Austin that he's going I'm not sure, but I know they're opening, it looks like, from what I saw, uh, Google buildings going up, up, up down there. Mm. So Google building so, going uh, down there. I know probably. a lot. Of, I, mm-hmm. I know a lot of businesses. I know a lot of a lot of those corporate businesses are coming down here, like Amazon and um, went uh, what Windows? What what what's the name? Bill Gates and shit. Oh, Microsoft. Yeah, a lot of those companies and stuff are coming down here uh, to, to to Texas or Houston or whatever. Now um, my thing is, the- but y'all don't pay state tax, right? No. So you think that has a you think that has a reason why they they doing it? It's yeah, because it's something. cheaper to have your corporation down there. Mm. Damn. Well, I know yeah, they, they, and then and oh, go ahead. my bad. Well, I know in LA, it was it was just because of the uh, all the COVID that was shutting everything down. That's why they started doing all the comedy shows and all of that. Word. Yeah. Out there, yeah. Wow, I didn't know that. Damn. Mm. So LA ain't gonna yeah. be LA no more. Word. Wow. That's crazy, man. Damn, I guess yeah, I got my first is, spot. Go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead. All them LA, all them LA food, they moving out here. They moving down. Everybody from the south west west side and the east side moving down to the south side. That's Wow, Word. and even from the mid, even from the Midwest, man, it's people from both sides down here. I see people from Baltimore all the time, and people from DC all the time, and it's mad people from Chicago down here, and it's mad people from like South Central and uh, Seattle and Portland and all of that stuff. Dang. But them places is expensive, man. California, bro, them pay, yeah. they pay they paying like three thousand dollars for a one bedroom apartment. Yeah, That's you got real. Real live shit. You got corporate people living on the streets in San Francisco. Like that yep. shit crazy. That shit is crazy. That's the most expensive city in the U.S. 
Damn. Yeah, that shit beat out New York. That shit beat out everything. I couldn't believe that, man. Yeah, mm-hmm. that shit is wow. What's the area in LA with all the tech? Um, Silicon Valley. Uh, you talk there you go. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I've been watching this joint on uh, YouTube. They were showing how mothers work there, right? But they can't afford to live nowhere. Yeah. So, they got a big problem with people like sleeping in vans and all that shit. Are you serious? Wow. I watched this one kid. This kid was like early 20s living in like a truck, right? Yeah. But he was, he was making paper and he was like, yo, he's like, I don't really mind it. You know what I mean? I'm just here to make money. And he's sweeping out into the back of his truck. Are you serious? <laughs> what? Oh, yep. my gosh. Yeah. Yo. I mean, and, you, and he stack his paper yeah. and he be the Smart kid. Damn. That is a come it's, up. It's it's crazy how that shit work though. Like you could work a job and be making all this bread and then not have no place to live, but it's like mm-hmm. so many buildings that's not being used. Like mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? It's like niggas is just wasting space. Like you mm-hmm. know, you got buildings that could be used for uh um, for habitation or, or for living and shit, but they just like empty and closed down just because mm-hmm. they got a sound ordinance and shit. Like what the fuck? Yeah, that's that shit wild. That shit wild as hell. People turning their cars and their trucks into fucking houses and shit. Like what the fuck? But see, now this is a I question mean, I got though. What's the difference between you know when you do that? I think sometimes. Lines get crossed that the the struggle versus the sacrifice. So on one hand, you got people that may live in a truck because they have no other means. But then you got some people that make that sacrifice and stay in their truck for a big come up later. Sort of like delayed gratification, right? right. So I'm, I'm saying that to say... If you're living in San Francisco, is it the ultimate hustle to work like in Silicon Valley or wherever in San Francisco, but live in your truck for those few years just to get that money and go out of there and level up somewhere else? Is that a sacrifice people are willing to make? Say that again. I said, why wouldn't you be able to go to another city like and make the same money? I guess is my I mean, because they get paid, they get paid way more out there in San yeah. Francisco. They be making bang bang. Yeah. But my thing is, if you're gonna do that, you definitely have to have a, a plan. Because that's like how these other billionaires did. Look at Tyler Perry. He was living out his car, doing his uh, Medea plays, and now, shoot, he owned everything in Atlanta. I mean, yeah, that's yeah. like, but in that aspect is the sacrifice that paid off. You see what I'm saying? So I was listening to something where this dude, he um he created his own um, brunch spot in Baltimore. And the way he did it, pretty much, he stayed with his pops, but he got, he got locked up. So when he got out, he stayed with his peoples and he pretty much was uh, training people, just like boxer. Just training him how to do it. He's making his money that way. He actually saved up $100,000 and opened up his first restaurant. And now this man is making like thirty dollars to $40,000 a month with his restaurant and like two different uh, food trucks in Baltimore. 
So I say that to say, is that that little bit of sacrifice like the ultimate goal that we need to actually abide by to be successful in this world? You I see mean, what I'm saying? Because like, that's like a delayed gratification right there. He could have taken that hundred thousand and bought his own house. That's cool. That's cool or whatever. That's cool. That sacrifice is cool. But my my struggle in in, in my head is what if everybody? Why does everybody have to be like successful at that? You know what I'm saying? Like, why does it have to? I mean, like for somebody like me. <clears throat> I want to be successful and like reach and attain those type of limits and shit. But everybody's not like that and shit. You know, some people just want to live life and shit. You know what I'm saying? They just want to fucking live and live comfortably. So why does a person have to sacrifice their way they living comfortably just to make enough bread so that they can buy a house and shit when it's houses literally out here that's being foreclosed and nobody's living in these motherfuckers and shit. You know what I'm saying? It's just empty fucking houses and shit. It's just, it's plenty of fucking houses. People buying houses, they got 18, 10, 15 rooms and shit. That you got motherfuckers who work every day and they don't have no place to sleep. They got, they have to sleep in a car and shit. You know what I'm saying? It's not like they trying to save bread so that they can get somewhere else. It's like, no, they have to fucking live like this because they got affected by some other bullshit. And it's like, it's unnecessary for people to have to live like that when we have all of these resources to put these motherfuckers in the homes and shit. We just not doing it because they don't have the bread. It, it reminds me, um, what I, I did a, a give back, uh, like, you know, uh, less fortunate bags to the homeless, um, in January. And I was out there and there was this black uh, guy and he was doing like a documentary. Mm. He went to Norfolk. Bloop, bloop. Um, but uh, he said he stayed out there for a night. He stayed out there for a night. Mm-hmm. Basically, talked to the homeless. Like he had to look like he fit in. Mm-hmm. So he just started asking, you know, like different people out there. Like there was different levels. Like Hollywood, you had like the hood. hood. Mm-hmm. That was there's different levels and he was like yeah so Hollywood with people with the bigger tent with blocks like the Coleman brand he was go ahead I, I can hear you keep going keep going Danny y'all making too much noise now <laughs> <laughs> go ahead y'all doing? go ahead man <laughs> what the fuck are y'all doing we're going to have to edit all this. We'll edit it. Uh, <laughs> you just fucked up the whole fucking conversation. <laughs> Went to go crush. I should have had that fucking ice cream. I didn't know it was that was clear. Tired. I'm sorry. I shit. know somebody ran up in the spot. I was about to say, oh, shit. <laughs> we about to get some fucking ratings. <laughs> wait. Great eyes was like, wait, it's not that. Like, what's happening? Like, <laughs> like shit closing and moving. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> oh, shit. It's about to be some TikTok shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, what the fuck? Yo. 
Then he talking about go ahead. I can hear you. No, that old. I'm... I had to fix yeah, something like, for a second. What the fuck? I had to I fix something real quick, man. And crushing ice. <laughs> you gotta start that shit from the last point. Like, oh, like okay, my God. what the fuck was the last shit that I said? <laughs> no, <laughs> so, they were talking about. Oh, oh, oh. but you know, on that topic though, uh, so, so they call it minimalism. Oh, oh, can y'all can y'all hear me? Can you hear? Can y'all hear us? Can you hear me? So, <laughs> so that that type of living, right? So they call it minimalism, right? There's actually a good documentary on Netflix, Netflix, right? It's about the same thing we're talking about. So a lot of people that's living that lifestyle is not because they broke. It's just because they they see enjoyment out of it. They see like a. a Simplicity out of it, right? So, some of the kids that I see that's doing this lifestyle, they'll have their trucks. You see them kind of like living out these joints. They are they saving money off of not you know saying renting or you know saying paying a mortgage, but they're also it's like a freedom that comes with it. So they're going all traveling all across the country, seeing, you know, saying different sites and all of that. And they're doing it while they're young. So, you know, they ain't got no kids or nothing. I actually, part of my plan is to encourage my kids to do that. Really? Now, what you're saying that I saw, I did see a documentary where they were following this. Um, dude that was a panhandler and that's what he did and he had seen all 49 states mm-hmm. panhandling and he was homeless and he just traveling he got to see the whole United States right. and that kind of made me mad like working every day and I can't even right. um, mm-hmm. so it's nowhere. yeah so it's like a, it's, it's kind of like a way to because uh, we, we you know possessions like sometimes controllers right so that's that's, that's kind of like yeah. a way to you surviving with the the most, you know, on the most minimal things that you need, mm-hmm. and so it's you know, like I say, it's like a freedom that comes with that. I actually do know somebody that that I don't know if he's still doing it, but I know he did, and he actually he moved to Honduras, I believe. I believe. Don't quote me on that, but he. He said he was living the minimalist lifestyle with him and his family. He actually sold all his stuff. And he was one of my teachers in high school. And he was like, we're gone. And they uh, did like a vlog, like a video blog. And they actually showed where he lived. And it was a nice little apartment with a little bit of land. And he like, we're happy with what we have. They got the clothes lines up. You know, got a few clothes. Starting a little garden. He's like... This is this minimalist lifestyle is what we like to do. This is what our goal was. So yeah. I'm like, hey. I mean, I mean that shit is cool, but I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 I just know everybody not like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I can drive downtown right now. It's just people just sleeping under a bridge, or I'll go around the corner and just look under the bridge. There's people sleeping like in the little nooks. And it's fucking pigeons and shit flying back and forth from out of their clothes, taking shits on their shit. Like, they not, they not doing that shit on purpose. 
Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, you know, nah, like, that's, that's not what we a... talk about though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but... yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel, <laughs> I feel but I'm just I mean, I'm just talking about in all I guess it's like three aspects to it. You know, it's the people who right. are trying to save up to get to the mansions and all of that shit and stack their bread. Then you got the people who are doing it on purpose because that's just the life they want to live. Mm-hmm. And then you got the people who just really <laughs> they really Broke. just gotta do that shit, you mm-hmm. know? So I just I don't know. I mean, I just inspire to be one of those people who like can actually create jobs for motherfuckers so that they can ha- actually fucking live and provide for themselves in a more fucking clean way. <laughs> like it's That's dangerous out there and it's cold as fuck, you know? Mm-hmm. It's a lot of elements that they got to that they got to fight against. And I just I don't I don't always see like then I don't always see like why it's necessary to have to fucking have people on the streets living like that and shit when there's fucking buildings that are just sitting there. You could turn that shit into something so that these motherfuckers can live. They don't got to live on the street. If you want to live a minimalist lifestyle, live that shit inside of a building. Get your fucking ass off the street and shit so all that carbon monoxide not entering your system and shit causing COVID and shit. Now, let me ask you this. (laughs) Let me ask you this because... Like like I always say, there's another side to this, right? So if there's been times where I've even asked a homeless person, you know, how they're doing. They say, oh, I'm doing good. You know, I got my health. I got this, 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 and that. So let me ask each and every one of y'all, what is your definition of success? Because some people who are homeless may say they are the most successful people, the, the most successful person they can be. You see what I'm saying? Like... They've they've achieved their success, and this is what they're they're fine with. Some people don't care about materialistic things. They got their health, and they're good. So let me ask everybody: What is your definition of success? Guy, you want to go first, bro? Two minutes. (laughs) 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 Yeah, I don't even. I'll wait. I'll let y'all go. Somebody? I can go. I mean, I don't I always like go first. I mean, I will. Um, My definition of success is just, I guess it's the definition within itself, achieving whatever your endeavor is. Like, if it could be the smallest thing or the, or the largest thing, as long as you're striving and as long as you have gone through a period of time where you were trying to get somewhere, and you finally get to that point, you know what I'm saying? And you succeed at making it there. You know, once you quit, your your success is null and void. You have, you know what I'm saying? You you voided out of attempting what your goal was or reaching what it, whatever your destin, destiny, you felt your destiny or, or your destination was, you know what I'm saying? That's what I feel success is. I don't attribute it to like, financial gain and little shit like that it's just about mm-hmm. what you're what you believe is attainable for you and actually attaining that shit mm-hmm. well for me i feel like um like i'm with cray like i don't really feel like it has to do with wealth um, basically that you're living the comfortable lifestyle that you want to live mm-hmm. for me i'm at, at the success level that i want to be at 
I'm very blessed that I have, you know, roof over my head and, and food and clothes and I'm able to provide for my family. So, you know, that's how I look at it. I, I'm thankful every day for that, mm-hmm. even though that I'm trying to achieve more. Mm-hmm. The sex for me is peace. Like being, you know, whole and at peace and uh, happy with whatever I have going on. Like Craig said, whether it's small or big, you know, as long as I'm at peace. And sometimes, you know, what I want to achieve at that point may not happen as long as I'm complete and knowing like, okay, it didn't happen at this point. If that's something I still want to attain, you know, keep going. As long as I don't ever stop. Mm-hmm. Um, serving is my thing. Like, I love giving back. Like, that to me is success. Like, reaching back, helping other people. Because I've been fortunate enough. I feel you. I think my, my definition is almost exactly like yours, Shade. I think success is peace. But I think it's peace internally. You see what I'm saying? It's all your internal goals being met. Kind of like what we all saying, it doesn't always have to be financial, but it can be your your internal goals. It could be good health, prosperity. It could be things like that. Those small things is, is success. But I think a lot of times we always attribute to success to finances, to materialism, to wealth. I mean, the most, if you strip away all of that shit, the only, the wealthiest thing you need to have is your body. You see what I'm saying? That's, that is wealth. Yeah. Your health health is is wealth. wealth. Yeah. That's, that's just the way I see it though. Used on purpose. Okay. (laughs) What'd you got, Kat? After listening to y'all, all right. (laughs) (laughs) Success don't exist. It doesn't exist. Okay. It's no no matter what you do, you're gonna keep no matter how much money you got, you're mm-hmm. gonna keep trying to get more money. Mm-hmm. No matter how in shape you are, you're gonna keep working out or you not so it's it's never no limit. So it's like a rat race well not a rat race, but a hamster wheel. So it's just like a it's a made up idea. Mm-hmm. Damn. So every day we always learning. You don't never stop learning. Mm-hmm. You just keep going. Wow. Damn, I never thought about it like that. Mm. Say that again, Charlotte. I disagree. You disagree? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think that's an interesting concept, though. It's interesting and it's very different. Let me tell you what else don't exist. It wouldn't be Kai if it wasn't different. <laughs> <laughs> Happiness doesn't exist. Really? Elaborate. Why you say that, Kai? Hey, go ahead. Crazy. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. So I'm I'm quite sure somebody has asked y'all at some point in your life, are you happy? Right. Mm-hmm. So now, what's the definition of of happy? Well, I, in my opinion, there has to be happy because 
there is definitely sad. The eagle be happy 24 7, 365. All right. That's not going to happen. All right, then. Well, I'll stop right there. Then you're not happy. Not all the time, you're not. But you could, you could be happy in moments. Mm-hmm. Right, for a second. Oh. But well, if someone. When it's when it's your birthday and you got your family and friends all around you, you and they're giving gifts to you and showering you with love, you only have one birthday. Feeling good, you, and it's a good oh, let me day stop you right. You're happy. You only have one birthday. She just saying. I just, <laughs> I'm just, <laughs> no, no, I want him to keep going. I, I want to keep. Hey, yeah, hey, I want to hear. Well, uh, let me go on the birthday topic. You find, you find, you find a dollar on the ground. That's a moment of happiness. <laughs> Why are you? Let, all right. No, you're not gonna be happy twenty four seven. So, well, all right. So, all right. Let me. All right. So, it's a reason why I say that, right? I think we got to stop living in la la land right so it's a lot of things that are like you just said birthdays right in reality you only had one birthday and that was like 19 when were you born that's that's <laughs> wait hold, let, me, let me finish hold on wait <laughs> let me let me finish so you only have one birthday right so when people celebrate every year, oh, it's my birthday. No, you actually lying. You were your birthday was way back then, right? Mm-hmm. Somebody just came up with, oh, we gonna have an excuse to celebrate and your anniversary on Earth, right? Mm. So now, but in reality, what you have is on on your birthday. The first thing you do that shows that you born or alive is you breathe, right? Mm-hmm. So then that becomes your first breath day. Then hopefully after that, you have many, many, many breath days <laughs> until you have a death day. Mm. Oh, wow. So we got to get. All right. So I'm saying that to say this. A lot of people say, oh, my birthday cup. You don't wasted all these birthdays concerned about this birthday. No, mm. I think joy birthday, if that's what you want to call them. I'm just saying most people. <laughs> I didn't say Chardonnay. <laughs> <laughs> that's an interesting but concept. I'm just saying, I'll just... One moment where you may find this, but you're going to stop I feel like not, maybe not every single day, but most days you're going to find moments when you're happy. Unless you're severely depressed. Happy. Medically. I, I don't know. So, all right, hold on, hold on, hold on. So, you're going to, all right, somebody on any given day, right? I, like today, I could say, hey, are you happy? And you say yes, right? So, but you do know, like, there's, like, uh, innocent people in jail, it's homeless people out there in the world I do but you happy you know what if you because I was watch, I, I watched The Secret Life of Bees the other day mm-hmm. and the character on there, May if you remember because I just watched this recently she was burdened down 
with the sorrows of the world. And if you're going to be thinking about all that stuff that you're talking about, you're going to end up like her and commit suicide because she was so sad. <laughs> oh, wow. But even, with, even with her, even with her on the movie, she was a sweet soul and she found moments of happiness. Even with her sorrow. I think... And if the people are in jail and all that, it's homeless people like we talked about. If you find... For me... I'm serving, so I'm doing my part, and that makes me happy. Like, I, every day I wake up, I'm happy. So you got to you're not happy. Hi, don't you happy? Or you never happy? Let, let, let me. <laughs> I think I can find enjoyment in things. But I think you got to look up. All right, to be happy, you have to be, it's a, like a completion. You're you're never gonna be happy. You saying none of y'all? Sorry, because <laughs> <laughs> so so you saying pretty much I with think... happiness that's something that that you have to to reach at an end point. You have to and and you saying will you never reach that end point throughout your life? And this life on this planet on this country, like you're never gonna be happy. Is 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 you're not gonna reach that. It's like a I level of attention. You can you, you can have moments. You can have uh what it, what's the other word I said? What? Breath days? No like periods, uh, periods of, of happiness. Talking about with happiness? I don't know, but if you gonna do if you wanna be thinking about all those things that you're talking about. You're gonna be burdened down with so much stuff, and you're not even gonna be able to make it. But see, now, now, my question with that. Oh, go ahead, Craig. Go ahead, man. My bad. (laughs) Okay, so I'm hearing, I'm hearing both sides, and I'm hearing what Kai say, and I can, I can honestly, I feel where he's coming from, and I, and I, and I, I understand what he's saying just because I'm listening, and I understand what the girls are saying. Me, I'm also believing upon balance, okay? So, Kai says there's no such thing as happiness. You know what I'm saying? I don't entirely believe that. I believe that there is happiness there, and there is sadness. You know what I'm saying? Um, as far as, like, becoming... Because Kai's thinking about happiness as far as, like, the end result. Like, when you're happy, that's it. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You've reached the pinnacle of what you can attain as far as like feeling good. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Can, let me step in one second. But so in the definition of happiness, it is content. Mm. Okay. Okay. So that's just what okay. you're talking about. So with that, so with that being said, you know what I'm saying? With that being said, we talked about success earlier. We talked about uh, 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 what success means to us, and a lot of us are saying like. Kai said success doesn't exist by him saying happiness doesn't exist I can understand that he would believe that because he just said that success doesn't exist success is your pinnacle it's your top you know what I'm saying happiness would be your top if success doesn't if success isn't real in that in that attribute then that means that happiness wouldn't be real right but my question to Kai is is failure real? That's where I was getting ready to go. 
if he not happy because because this is this is my thing. This is this is my thing here. We on a we on a balancing beam. You know what I'm saying? There's a negative. There's there's a negative side to every positive. You know what I'm saying? That one thing we know to be true. Like there, like there is light, there is dark. There's an opposite. You know what I'm saying? So <clears throat> if happiness isn't real, which if you say that. I can, you know, I can march with you on that. I can, you know what I'm saying? But I still believe that there is happiness. But I understand where you're coming from. But if happiness isn't real, does that make failure and a non-existent thing as well? Because you can't have one without the other. I'm, you know what I'm saying? Failure is made up also, right? So okay. think about it like this. Most times, even in a successful business, right, their first year is deemed a failure because they ain't make no money. So we, like, I'm, they throw these words around, right? But these words, like, they really don't exist. It's just made up words. It's also what, what you mean. So let me, let me, let me, let me. So. If you're saying a failure, like oh this dude failed at whatever, so you saying he don't get a he ain't got no other shot? I was I was getting ready to go there because it, it well, sounds. I was about to say the same so thing. that's what I was going to say is that's some if you are trying to achieve something and you do not um, reach your goal, that's that could be deemed a failure, but that's something that you can learn from and try again. So it doesn't. You call it that failure. I think it's all internal. I think all of this stuff that we're talking about, it only applies to the person. You know what I'm saying? Everybody has their own. If I, if all I wanted to ever do in life was get married and I achieved that and then I die, is that not considered my success and my happiness? If I spend my whole life trying to get married and I never get married and I die and I say I failed, is that not considered failure? You know what I'm saying? I think it goes a little bit. I think I think that's a, a another step back that we have to take. So it takes me back to when we had that episode at Chromatic Science. It sounds like we put in too many titles on things and too many labels because we label something. We la- we we're labeling something as a failure. But if you can go back and redo it, is it a failure? See he here. If, yeah, get, I, I, get I'm, starting, I mean, but, but, <laughs> I'm starting to what, get what they're saying. Understand what you're saying, Kyle. I'm with you on that. But at right. what point? But at what point do we realize? Okay, I wanted to be married, and I at, at, at this point I'm at the end of my life. There's certain things that I wanted to accomplish that I just did not accomplish. I and at this point, saying. at this point mm-hmm. in time in my life, I am about to expire. There is no point in time that in this human body that I can go back and relive those experiences and do them again because I'm at the end of the road. How can you say that this, these things don't exist? How, uh, uh, success doesn't exist and failure doesn't exist. That just so yeah. if, if you're if you're about to, so say you expired and you're feeling the way you felt right that you just said that just makes you unhappy which like i said there's no such thing as happiness but so it doesn't make you a failure because there's no such thing because now because now 
Because now think about it, right? So say you didn't complete those things in your life, right? But say you done touched millions of other people's lives and made their lives better. So how in anybody's right mind could they call you a failure? But it's not what they're calling me. That's not what they think is what you think. Right, exactly. That's my point. It's not about what other people think about you. It's about your own internal perspective. Okay. So then... I say, uh, if I say... Right. My bad, God. So then, all right. So say if you pass, right? Now say Mm -hmm. there's... We don't know what happens when we die, but say if you die and then everything that you've done comes up throughout your your history on this planet, right? Even you, and you're right, once you see everything, even the little things that you may have not noticed, you're not going to call yourself a failure. I mean, that I, you can't say that. I think it's, honest, I mean, uh, we, can't, we, we just can't. We can't say that, you know, because it depends on the person. Like, Kai, you might not, you might be like that, but me and Golden might not be like that. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. So, it, it, like, the based on your perspective, whatever you create is your reality. Right. So it might not be real to you, but to me, it's very real. So that makes it real because it's a reality for me. You know what I'm saying? That's just like, I just what I was about to touch on. It's like when people receive um, awards for their accomplishments. Let's just say, like in the music industry, like Prince is a is a musical genius, but he might have felt that he was a failure because maybe he didn't put out an album that he wanted. But we all know he was successful, and he's a great musician, and he's won several awards. So does that make him a failure because he felt like he didn't accomplish everything he wanted to? I think it just goes back to it's just too many words, and <laughs> it's, that's just a fact. It's just yeah. and these words yeah. it just has no relationship to our lives. It's just word. It's just a word. I okay. agree with that though. I I totally okay. agree with that. Okay, so so Kai I did ask you this question. Mm-hmm. Do do you believe that words have power? Yes. I'm asking Kai. I'm sorry, Golden. I already know how you feel. I'm asking my man Kai because this is very interesting. Yeah. Do you believe that there's power in in your in your voice and in, in the words that you speak into your life into any of them? Don't let me down, Kai. <laughs> Oh, shoot. I think communication has power because then, all right. So we, if we go into words, it's tough. To, I don't know. It's tough to say that. I, I would say well, it's it, more about for me. It's more about communication, right? Because it could be more about how you say something than the actual words. So, well, they've actually done studies on the power of words. Where they talk nicely and say nice words to plants and they grow and they blossom. And then they say negative words to the other plants and they die and they never but bloom. But that's communication but too, though. That's 
and and that's more so like energy too. Yeah. I mean, yeah. I can I can definitely say I've I've looked at that and I believe that there's power in words. Trust me. But if you have no words, is there power in motion? Is there power in your influence? You know what I'm saying? Like word, like my thing is this: like word, a word is just a sound. You know what I'm saying? It's right. a vibration. It's a frequency. So. With that being said, these words that we create, we're creating them out of vibrations that come from uh, 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 vibrations that were previous to to what we're saying now. You know what I'm saying? We're just saying a bunch of sounds. Right. To a dog, they don't understand that. They just understand the vibrations and the frequency. So if we speak in a high pitch or a certain vibration or frequency, they understand that he's happy with me. If we speak in this this you know strict demeanor, then they understand, okay, he might be upset. You know what I'm saying? So, and alternatively, yes, there is power in words because we use vibration to move things. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So if you can move things with vibration, you can move things with words. I so think power in words. <laughs> <laughs> this nigga over here preaching this shit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. I just think I think shit, I think the communication. What Kai was saying, where communication has power, makes a lot of sense. And the first thing I think about is a tree. So when you have a tree, what does a tree do? A tree provides you with the oxygen, right? If you hug a tree, they say you feel better. You feel the energy from that tree. So this is this is communication. You see what I'm saying? Right. If a if you get if a if a lightning bolt hits a tree and a tree falls. The tree is going to damage something, right? Is that not communication in itself? It's bad communication. It can be dangerous communication, but that still is communication. And that's without a word being spoken. You see what I'm saying? That's a nonverbal yeah. communication. Because like I say, some of these words really have like these meat. Like if you really look up half these words, they're going to lead you to another word. Mm-hmm. Then that word is gonna lead you to it. So why are you just saying say that word? Yeah, we got our, these. This vocabulary just is full of like foolishness. And then I mean, if you take it back to these pre civilizations, they didn't use these words. A lot of this stuff was non nonverbal. A lot of it. True, true. But then you gotta be able to appease to the audience and your crowd that you're communicating to, because everybody doesn't understand on the low level just as well as everybody doesn't understand on the high level so communication yeah you're right communication but communication consists of words it consists of sounds it consists of frequency signals you know what i'm saying that's all communication is i mean i study communication i'm a communication arts major you know what i'm saying we study communication we study non-verbal communication physical communication uh uh, uh um emotional communication and mm-hmm. all of that shit is synonymous to a kinetic uh, or or an energy that is being manifested in a way that every that that that, that the next person can experience and, and associate and be able to communicate back or give that energy back. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Sign language. You're speaking. You're not using words, but you're using signals. You know what I'm saying? You're communicating. And how do you how do you communicate with with your hands? You gotta move your hands. What are your hands? What do, what does your hands need to move? Energy. It needs motion. It needs it needs that 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 energy. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Without in without energy, with no energy, 
everything is frozen. You know what I'm saying? You freeze. Energy is heat. You know, you know right. what I'm saying? All of that mm-hmm. shit, all of yeah. that shit is the same and shit. You go into the science aspect of it, yeah. and they'll teach you that energy is heat. You know what I'm saying? Without energy, it is frozen. There's no friction. There's no there's no there's no uh positive and neutrons banging against each other to con- to uh, make combustion or whatever the fuck you want to, you know what I'm saying, say. <laughs> so, yeah. all of that shit, it, you know, you got, you can't say that there's, I, I, I can't say. Kai may be able to say that. But I can't say there's no power <laughs> in words. And I can't say that. Oh, no, I didn't say there's no power. I, I'm saying okay. communication is, that's the, I think, the I powerful think what, thing. I think what you're trying to say is that we give too much power to certain words. Right. Is that what you're saying? To most words. Especially the Webster's Dictionary version of words. <laughs> yeah. That don't that don't even work in a court of law. They got a whole different dictionary. Yeah, black law. Half these half these words is just created to confuse you. Yes, I do believe. Yeah, I believe it too. I believe a lot of it is confused. Yeah, but I just think I mean it's 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 languages too, man. You know, Mm -hmm. everything has its own language. Music got a language. Spanish, Chinese, Japanese, black people, right. you know, fucking state to state. Everybody talks differently. Doctors talk in a different format so that patients don't understand shit. Exactly. You know? Yeah. So you 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 right you right about that. And what a one thing somebody because uh, we was talking about uh, mumble rap at one point, right? I was talking mm-hmm. so. You know, we all like, yeah, I can't, you know, can't stand these little niggas. Don't know what the fuck they saying, yada, yada. So dude was like, yo, you know, at some point in history, like, black people communicated through sounds, through noises. Mm-hmm. So you might just be all caught up. And what this guy taught you should be communication instead of actually listening to what these kids is doing naturally. Mm. Wow. Mm. Damn. Mm, when you see the other side of that shit, it does make you think. Mm, I ain't I ain't really mm. I never gave it a chance. I just couldn't get with it at all. Man, I I try to get these little niggas a chance. Bro, I don't. I don't even understand them when they come through the AIT. <laughs> no, I can't stand you. Oh my god! Put your hands up. I, <laughs> I mean, what you can say, you can. You, but you they can know with each mind. other. But they. But yeah. when they communicate with each other, they on point. But that you can say that about anything. Like when I first moved down here to North Carolina. And I was talking to people that are native to North Carolina. I, some of them I didn't understand. Yeah, same mm-hmm. here. I'm like, what do you think? Yep, I said the same thing. I had to get directions. I was trying to find Sugar Creek. This dude was like, Sugar Creek, Sugar Creek. I'll show you what Sugar Creek. I'm like, no, Sugar Creek, Sugar Creek. Sugar. Yeah, Sugar. I'm like, dude, okay. Yeah, whatever that is, that's where I need to go. <laughs> like, and he gave me the directions, and I was just all the way fucked up. I was like, you know what, I. Uh, this new language so do I don't think, understand. Like, damn. Mm-hmm. 
So do you think education has a de- direct effect on people's ability to articulate or speak? Or is that just a choice? Sometimes it's a choice and sometimes um, it is your education and it's your background and your upbringing and it's the people that you are around. Mm. You know, you if you are, even if you don't have the education but you are around scholars, you're not going to talk the same way that somebody that's in the hood is going to talk. You're saying it's like a natural code switch. Right. Because of your environment. Okay. Right. Mm-hmm. So how how do we think people are supposed to speak? Like, are people supposed to speak a certain way? Or is it all contingent upon your own personal preference? It's the audience and what what the purpose of the communication is. Just like our former president, he should have been speaking on a on a higher level than what he was communicating. And I, I couldn't even believe they let him get on TV and say the things that he did and the way he did. But you know, <laughs> mm. I mean, at least the nigga was being real though. I mean, okay. I mean, real with himself. I mean, fuck shit. I mean, he might have been some fucked up dude, but I mean, he used vulgar, vulgar, vulgarity, and no other president ever in the history got on a on a on a national TV and and talked that way. Like, uh, period. I can't and no say other, that. I can't say that. He doesn't have the education either. I can't say that though. Presidents, did you understand a word the motherfuckers were saying? Obama did that though. Obama cussed. He cussed on on air a few times. He did. Oh, I don't remember that. But he might have. <laughs> but he, he kept it real. Rightly deserved to cuss too. <laughs> <laughs> but why do you think he don't got a good education? Why I don't think so. Oh, he got the education from the streets. That's what you get ready to say. <laughs> nah, I'm just. I, just, oh, I want to hear which, why you don't think he got a he good got ed- street knowledge. <laughs> nah, he went to boarding school actually. Really? But, oh, well, he don't act with it. Mm. Cool. Uh, uh, his, uh, pop, his pops put him in a in a military school. Really? For him to learn, he. You know he didn't serve though, mm-hmm. so he he'd be fronting on that tip. He but probably <laughs> he probably was fucking off and wasn't learning nothing. Well, I probably. I think we sometimes we uh education right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we got to really understand what a real education is. Oh shit! Here we go. Go ahead, Kai. Here we go. So now, if when you look at, I would I would go if you go back before Trump, go to Trump's father, right? Mm-hmm. He educated Trump in a way of, all right, I'm gonna put you in uh, this military school, right, so you can learn discipline. Right. Mm-hmm. So now a lot of a lot of times, and I thought this way too. We would think discipline is to you keeping somebody in line, right? So this is why I'm gonna discipline my child, make sure they don't, you know, 
I'm, no. I'm going to argue. I'm going to yell at them and make sure they're in line. Mm-hmm. But discipline is really with yourself. That's the yeah, only, that's, that's the only discipline. Mm-hmm. No, ain't no, that's the only, that's, that's what he was teaching his, because he knows you cannot be successful in this country without self-discipline. Mm. Right. So that's why he put his son in, in that. So then off of that, so the son, you know, he got, uh, Trump got brothers too, right? Mm. One of his, one of which was like a uh, alcoholic or, or or a druggie, some shit like that. He's older than Trump. Trump's yeah, father, yeah, Trump's father cut him off. Oh wow! Really? So he put his future investment in the son that showed the most promise. So he taught it when I say investment, he's teaching him like you know a real education. Like, all right, son, yeah, you come in. This is all right, yeah, I'm gonna buy this property in New York. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Show him the end, like a real, like a an apprenticeship type of education. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's hard to get that in like a you know a class yeah a typical classroom set yeah because most people yeah most people we learn by like seeing and doing Mm -hmm. and failing like trump went bankrupt yeah a few times yeah now let me ask you this then let's let's switch the gears for a second so he invested in the trump right he invested in no he, his father invested into his son. Into his son, correct. So, and his son became bigger than him. So, let me ask you this then: How can you apply that into finances? You see what I'm saying? What is the what is the root of financial success? I don't exist. <laughs> <laughs> You just you just gonna keep swinging. Mm. Okay. So. Okay. So let me let me let me change it up then. I think what you're getting at, um, um, comedic is the root is education, because if you don't if you don't know how to get the money, you ain't gonna get at the money. Right. Yeah. Right. right. Yeah. It's got to be a real education. So we have to break down that real education. Pretty much that. So, so, I mean, because they already say we are miseducated. Right. They say that all the time. On purpose. Yeah. Yeah. And the real education starts within you. Is that what you're saying? Nah, I can't start within you because you don't know. I can't start with you. So it is. It has to start with. Okay. What would you say? It has to start. It has to start with like his dad, somebody exactly. that knows. You have to get information from others. That's basically what you got to do, and 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 learn from your mistake. But what I'm saying is, in order for somebody to invest that real education into you, they have to see it in you to receive that education, right? Well, I, mm. That's that's why I'm saying that's, it starts with you because yeah, you're if right. you're not ready to receive that, how are you going to receive it? 
You see You're what right. I'm saying? That's why I'm saying it, it has to start with you to receive that real education. It's pretty much breaking down building blocks. These these false building blocks we have built up. It's like we 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 we've been misaligned with a lot of shit throughout these civilizations and times and stuff. With the words that we have from the education, we just broke down four different things that are problems that we have in this society and that we've kind of got away from. There's too many words. We don't have a real education. And there's multiple other things. Finances, success, all of this stuff, these are pretty much building blocks that were built up to kind of get away from what the true essence of what each one of these things are. Am I right or am I wrong? Right. You sound right. I mean, some it was kind of built. It was kind of built up to separate the classes. Yeah. Much. Yeah. More more so than anything. It, you know what I'm saying? I mean, a lot of these words are developed so that you know, if you don't have a certain level of education to understand the definition and shit, mm-hmm. then you're going to be lost when people are talking this type of way and using this type of jargon in this room. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> Rich use these type of jargons and these type of words. The poor don't understand because maybe they don't have the education which they could have gotten from their parents, but their parents didn't get it from whoever the fuck they needed to get it from. But I mean, I, I guess I guess it does start within you mm-hmm. as far as like wanting to learn and, and, and grasp that shit. Mm-hmm. But it also starts in someone else actually giving you a chance and an opportunity and showing you that hey, if you take interest, you could get this. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So it, 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 it goes back to communication, like I said. Like, if nobody starts that initial... As a, as a baby... I don't know. Because as a baby, you do inquire a lot of shit. And if you want to learn some shit, you're going to learn it, you know? Mm-hmm. But I guess for our teachers or the people before us, they have to kind of take what it is that we're interested in actually analyze us and navigate. Mm-hmm. You know, to to show us those directions in which we try to go. You trying to make money? Okay. <clears throat> you know what I'm saying? You trying to be an artist? Okay. You trying to do this or whatever. You know what I'm saying? But nobody really like he said, invests because I mean, Trump's dad just really just guided him to what the fuck he wanted him to go. You know what I'm saying? Mm. He didn't really take time to see like, okay, Trump, you want to do this? You know what I'm saying? So, or maybe he did. Maybe Trump wanted to be an asshole, rich prick motherfucker who only believes in himself, and that's what his dad gave him. Yeah, well, in that, we don't know. We weren't there. Well, in that, in that, in that family, now they they do. I ain't gonna say force well pretty much force them right so you in which I don't really see a problem with that like if you're forcing someone to be constructive there's there's no negative in that like the, if if you know you got a family and like hey this listen we we can support you we're gonna do what we can for you but you just have to be constructive and with everything that you do it's no negative in that. I mean, in that aspect, no. Yeah, Man, it's no yeah. negative. And this is why I was going. I was going to also um, talk about this as far as our community is concerned, and other communities probably too. Your basic needs have to be met 
before you can even think about education and your emotional level got to be there too because when they send these kids to school and their home life isn't straight and they go to school and try to learn that's why they can't learn because they don't have the basic things that they the necessities at home or the the emotional uh level or you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. to even grasp the knowledge mm-hmm. yeah I, I i in my opinion i feel like you do have to be internally you have to be ready to receive it I right totally and then and your environment may not allow you to even be able to think about it yeah i i totally agree yeah with that. the environment yeah that plays a key bro i got a i got a question it's kind of sidebar from all of this shit i mean it, it's not sidebar but it is it kind of goes back to something we said previously i just been thinking about it the whole time um when kyle was saying something to the point of there's no such thing as success and there's no such thing as happiness and golden you were like you believe in happiness Charlie you said the same thing um okay so in turn when Kai says there's no such thing as happiness meaning that we can never be satisfied okay would you would you say that kind of we can never be satisfied with anything we always gonna keep striving and keep swinging until and trying to just get go 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 and get it get 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 Right. Okay. So with that being said, with that mind state being in place, do you think that it is wrong for a human being to never be satisfied? Is that is that a problem? From- in some ways, yes. Because if you keep on, it's like, like you say, you will never, if you have that thought process, you will never be satisfied. And you're just going to work yourself into, to the ground, you know? You're going to be worn down. Because you always right. And even if you're a billionaire and you're not doing the work physically, it's still tiresome to keep, keep, keep well, striving, to keep pushing, to keep pushing. And you already got more, you in the one, you, you're, your finances is you put you in the one percent category. Why you keep pushing? Well, I'm not. I'm not saying uh, being stressed about anything. I'm just saying. Yeah, I'm not saying it. Uh, I'm saying it takes going to take a toll on you, though. No, no, no. I'm saying you're gonna keep. You're just learning, right? That's that's it. You're learning and you're bettering whatever it is that you're doing, right? So I don't know. Say if you say if. Uh, you're learning about uh, cooking healthy foods. If it's nothing wrong with you doing that until you, you know, until you die, I would say, because you can never learn everything about it, right? So now, one thing I'm a little older than y'all, right? So one thing I know is a lot of people when they when they reach that moment of content they die mm. we we kind of wired to a way that we're supposed to be continuously learning and right mm-hmm. so will you say because that, that, that that's that's interesting because as a billionaire like you just said golden when you become a billionaire how many billionaires you know just stop at a billion 
they always are consistently looking for more money. That's what I was you know getting ready to it, say. It, it never, it never, it never really stops. Like you would think, at a billion dollars, you would be comfortable. You know, Bill Gates got a billion dollar. He worth a lot more. You know what I'm saying? But he trying to reach a trillion. You know what I'm saying? For what reason? I don't know. But it, it, you know what I'm saying? Is that a it, does that make him unhappy? Does that make him, you know what I'm saying? It goes back to saying, like, okay. Is that rooted in fear? I don't know. Maybe it's just. But is that is that content? Doesn't Does content equal peace? If you say content gives you, you pretty much you die at content. Are you at peace with yourself when you're content? Upon your death? <laughs> I would say this, right? So the most joyous the most joyous feeling, the most joyous thing that anybody could do, right? Mm-hmm. Is to solve a problem. Okay. Think about that yeah. feeling that you get yeah. when you solve a problem. Mm-hmm. Right? I don't know mm-hmm. if any of y'all got kids, but the well, when I tell my daughter how to not see her read her first word. Mm-hmm. Ain't no feeling better than that. You ain't going to never. When you solve a problem, ain't no feeling. That's why people continuously, like, even when you look at finances and money, these people, we're looking at it as just money, but they're looking at it as they're solving problems. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right, 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 right. I see what you're saying. They making you Amazon. Yeah, I'm going to get this, you know, so these people can have more time in their day. I'm going to ship this to them same day. You know what I'm saying? They solve yeah. problems. Mm-hmm. So once you stop doing that, you're going to feel a little different about yourself. Word. That's deep. That's real. Oh, That's yeah. real as fuck. Oh, yeah, that is. Mm. That's real. Yeah. Because I'm just like, I'm just thinking, I'm, I, you know, because I always sit back and I think, I'm like, man, niggas, niggas ain't never satisfied. Like, Women ain't never satisfied. We as men ain't never satisfied. There's always some shit that we gotta figure out. There's always something you gotta mm-hmm. do. There's always more money you gotta get so that you can solve some shit. And it's like, <clears throat> you know, I'm not gonna sit here and be like, you know, happiness and success doesn't exist. I don't personally believe that, but I, I kinda do agree with some of the things that Kai is saying about like, you know, always wanting and always striving and always going. You just, like he said, you just gonna keep swinging. <laughs> you know mm-hmm. what I'm saying? So yeah. that, that's important. That's important and very valuable within itself because we a, a lot of times think like, man, we ain't never satisfied. That's a problem. That's your problem. You ain't never satisfied. And it's like, you know, can you beat somebody up for that shit? You know, can you beat your wife up because she's never satisfied with? what she already has like mm-hmm. she always wants more and you know what i'm saying yeah because a lot, a lot of men a lot of men go through that like yo i do all this for you but you ain't never satisfied it's like damn like shit so but yeah but i'm saying it's gotta be it's within you like she mm-hmm. can't you know be attacking this guy because you know like well she can if he's not being constructive we all got to be held accountable mm-hmm. But it's more so within yourself that feeling. Like you ever see, like you ever see, like look at it. With I don't know if you know, like say if you see a a girl bringing 
her husband or her her man some lunch at work. Mm-hmm. Look how she's smiling when she, cause she in her mind, she my man was hungry. I done fixed that problem. She didn't solve the problem. Yeah. Yeah. And just like a man, like when she like she wants the house and she wants that house and how happy he gets when it, you know they go to the house and she's picking out all the shit and he just standing back kind of watching, you know what I'm saying? When that feeling that she gets, she's like, oh, this house is amazing, I love it, it's wonderful, and he's like, I'm happy as long as you happy, baby. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. He just solved her problem. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Uh, said that, said well, I said so we come to the conclusion that solving problems equal a joy that feeling and kindness. Equals, right. equals that's the that's the phrase I was looking equals for. Happy, joy is feeling. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> solving problems equal joy is feeling. Wow. Happiness. <laughs> Alright, that's one that's one hell of a way to end the show. I will say that. Uh, I thought Shawty was falling asleep over there for a little bit, but I think she woke back up. That's, I'm happy for you. There you go. <laughs> oh man, well this was a dope episode, man. I appreciate it, Kai. Uh, yeah, thank y'all Showing for having me. Pad, man, dropping some gems. I knew it was coming. I don't know if they ready to hear it, but I knew it was coming. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we got to do it. We got to do it. So with this being said, this is your boy, Comedic Energy. It's your girl, Golden. It's sure day. Sorry. <laughs> your boy, Cray. Kai. And we out. Remember, this is produced by Live Wire Sound and Entertainment. Peace out, people. This show is produced by Livewire Sound and Entertainment. If you're looking to rent premium sound equipment for your next concert or podcast at a low price, go to www.livewiresoundent.com. 